The following is a Mission Studios podcast. Warning. The following violates social protocol, political correctness, and common decency. We will not be held responsible for any resulting offense, outrage, or indigestion. Coming to you from the Mission Studios in Studio One. The false dream I'm talking about is like when you're sitting in the bed and you don't have to move your hand in the hotel, you put the quarter in instead and it does it for you. Bring in the fun, the fear, and the exhilaration of the everyday mundane bullshit to your ear holes. Sorry, I didn't mean to mansplain to the fucking audience. I'm assuming you're not that stupid. And, well, maybe you are. You're listening to this fucking garbage. Okay, so are you going to go down the negatives and then dive in? Or How about you can go fuck yourself and we get the goddamn list? Well, I'm, I'm just going to read the fucking... Okay, can I talk now? Okay. Everyone mount up, get into and ready for the missionary position. It's Friday. It's December 15th. And I spent the last week enjoying the long, cool fingers of my urologist. <laughs> I'm Jason. And I'm AC. And on this week's episode... We get aggravated. We feel deeply retrospective about episode one. We experiment with new audio equipment. And we even get a bit politically correct. So lube up. Turn off the lights. Lay down. And get ready for some pretty funky nastiness. Jesus, this is episode two. <laughs> There are certain topics and social situations that we're, we're not supposed to engage in. And... <laughs> Politically incorrect. incorrect. Politically well, it's not incorrect. just that. I mean, whether... Even even in, in the time before political correctness was even a fucking concern, which we can get to the political correctness later, I just... I'll get myself fucking aggravated if I try thinking about it right now because there's two fucking aggravating things. Oh, no, things. I'm just making a point that everybody understands that we're politically incorrect, so we're not standing by all these other bullshit some people are putting out there. I wipe my ass on politically correct. Correct. And not <laughs> gently either. Like, fuck political correctness. I will take political correctness, make a fucking turban on the end of my index finger, and wipe my ass that way. That's how fucking strongly <laughs> I feel about your goddamn political correctness. So fuck you. Okay, I'm back. No, but what I was thinking about was, uh, you know, you're not supposed to talk about politics. You're not supposed to talk about abortion. Religion. You're not supposed to talk about fucking religion. For some goddamn reason or another, conversation about religion in our society has become one of those no-fly zones. And like all fl- no-fly zones, let's just jump right the fuck in and go for a little fucking fly. <laughs> and... I'm going to preface this by saying I'm about as militant of an anti-theist as a person could be. I fucking despise religion. I grew up in a deeply religious household. I spent the, the better part of my adult life engaged in deeply held religious belief. I'm fucking done with all that bullshit now. But um, I'm going to try to take a step away from my... Hmm, how do I put this gently? I'm going to take try to take a step away from my emotions surrounding the subject <laughs> to, and, and, and try focus to focus on logic and, and try to be a little bit more objective than maybe I normally am on that subject. I don't know. For some stupid fucking reason, I found myself having this like conversation in my, in, inside my head about the pros and cons of religion in general. Like not a, not any specific religion, just, you know, in general, yeah, I just, yeah, I guess that's what in general means, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to mansplain to the fucking audience. I'm assuming you're not that stupid. I mean, well, maybe you are. You're listening to this fucking garbage. 
But yeah, but I, I came up with by by no means a complete exhaustive list of pros and cons. Just like the first fucking three or four that jumped onto the forefront of my of my mind. And believe me, he's got a lot of forehead, so there's a lot of space there for the forefront of his mind. Yeah, fucking Commander Worf's got <laughs> nothing on me. Fucking between the fucking cranium and the in the ridges in my forehead, like. <laughs> Yeah, I got a head that'll make fucking Klingons fucking jealous. Okay? But he'd look really good up on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> well, I kind of got like this, like mulatto beluga thing going on. Oh, we got a picture on our Facebook page. Remember? Good people. Yeah, you can fucking jerk off to that all you want. And then when you're done jerking off and you need the erection to go away, you can look over from Jason's face over to mine. But, <laughs> but anyways, I'm just going to read what? through. I'm just going to. There's the gag of the week. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. His eyes are watering. I think he might actually <coughs> puke. <coughs> Sorry, do, you, do you need a pail? No, I got a garbage can here. No, I got a garbage can here. Oh, all right. For for those of you who don't know, it's amazingly easy to make him want to vomit. Well, I, I won't tell you what the trigger is, but if you want to send us. <laughs> Uh, emails, tweets, messages on Shut social media, fuck. links to YouTube videos, anything that you think might trigger him, feel free to flood the inbox because <laughs> Jay is just always looking for things to puke over. Missionpod at gmail.com. You don't even know our own fucking email address? It's not missionpod, you cocksucker. It's missionarypod <laughs> missionary at gmail.com. Or you can tweet to us at missionarypod or find us on Facebook. <laughs> What a fucking retard. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead with your list. <laughs> now that I'm done being retarded, go ahead with your list. You can't say retarded. That's not politically correct. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. No, shut up, retard. Read your list. <laughs> <laughs> but what the fuck was I even talking about? This is the kind of professionalism that you can expect to be an ongoing theme here in the missionary <laughs> position. It's fun. Okay, so I'm just going to go through my list real quick, and then we can dive back into... Okay, so are you going to go down the negatives and then dive in, or... How about you then? can go fuck yourself and let me get to the goddamn list? Well, I want to know what I'm we're just going to read the fucking... Li- okay, can okay, I go. talk now? Okay, go. Okay, so I'm just going to read through the list, and then we can go back and like jump back into each of the individual points. All right. Or we can just fucking gloss over them and ignore them, because, I mean... It's religion. Yep, go. It's religion. Who gives a fuck? Okay, shut up, go. Okay, so the pros and cons of religion in general. The pros. Inspired art. You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they, 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 they feel like their fucking horseshit beliefs fucking motivate them to make beautiful sculptures, paintings, other sorts of fucking crap. Or spend $450 million and buy one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, audience participation. You know, like, if, if you if you go to, like, a... I mean, I, I don't know how most religions operate, but, I mean, if you're going to, like, a, the, the church, it's not like you're sitting there just watching these fucking clowns performing their fucking Jesus-y songs. You know, you can sing along. You can scream amen from the audience when the fucking dickbag's telling you lies from his book. You can, I don't know. It's a, it's a fully interactive experience, I guess is my point. And, and, and I can see that as being a good thing for some people who are fucking idiots. A feeling of belonging or a support system. I mean, that's something you could take from religion in general. Uh, a deep sense of personal meaning. Now, the cons, like, the, the con list, I mean, there, there is a fucking easy list to come up with. I could go on for fucking weeks on the cons of religion in general. Oh, there's more cons in religion or, than there is in San Quentin. Con men, for sure. 
They divert limited resources away from real charities towards the promotion of their own fucking garbage ideas. Mm -hmm. I think that if you're engaged in a a faith-based belief system, it promotes anti-intellectualism. I think it promotes feelings of inadequacy. And whereas, you know, on the on the pro side, we have that feeling of belonging bullshit. The the flip side to that pro is the con is that it it excludes the non-religious from that private club, whatever it may be. Or it might even exclude people of other religions. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know if you had any thoughts on any of those. Oh, I have thoughts on all of them. <laughs> Some of them I... Okay, so let's leave that. Some of them in a different time zone here. Um, the exclusion part. Unless you show an interest to somebody, like, for instance, if you are if you don't have a belief and you show an interest, then they'll include you to broaden and suck you into their funnel. But, okay, so, like, if you're looking for, or not necessarily looking for, but if you're receptive to the sales pitch. Right. Okay, they'll, they'll bring you to church and they'll suck you in and then you'll be their best friend until you believe. And then once you believe, they'll set you up to pastor to find some other sucker. So as long as they can identify you as a mark, a potential fucking conquest, a soul to harvest Correct. or whatever the fuck. Right. Another soul to harvest, exactly. But if you are somebody who just wants to debate or have a conversation to disprove, you know, they talk about, hey, you know, you got to be open-minded to God. But when you try to talk to them about, what if there isn't a God? Like, have you ever thought of that? What if, okay, and I understand your position, yes, you're God-fearing, yada, yada, yada. But what if there isn't? No, but open-mindedness is only required of the non-believer. I mean, the people Correct. that already have the faith, I mean, they already fucking know everything. Why do they need to be open-minded? Right. And, yeah, that's another reason I've never really traced religion. No, it's the, the, the problem when you think you know everything is that when you know everything, you can't learn anything. And you don't know what you don't know. That was deeply profound. I yeah. am so fucking hard right now. Me too. I got a hole in my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Front or back? From my little penis erection. <laughs> Jesus. What? It's about as big as a sewing needle. Oh, I just hurt myself. Okay. No, even the 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 feeling of belonging. I mean, I I I spent like I said the better part of my life in churches of various denominations, mm-hmm. and that 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 feeling of belonging, I think it it almost it it can feed feelings of inadequacy in in ways because you have that feeling of belonging in the sense that you know maybe we're all rooting for the same sports team you know we all i guess we're all members of the same fucking garbage book club we've right. got we've got that much in common but you you might feel inadequate sometimes because maybe you're not as uh you're not at a level of understanding as deep as some other people Maybe if you're having a conversation with other people about the religion itself, your, your, your own personal interpretations can often be dismissed. Mm-hmm. And often are. Not can be, they often are. Yeah, that, well, that, that was my experience. They often were. And I'm not a stupid person, I don't think. No, not at all. And I, I, I did try to understand as well as I could. But, I mean, that's another problem, too, is that if your interpretation, your understanding differs from the majority or if it differs from what's being spoken from the pulpit, there is very little chance that people will accept what you have to say. You're a Semite. What does being a Jew have to do with it? Because you're not believing like the new Christians are. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, there's a lot of room to be the wrong kind of religious mm -hmm. within any religion. I, I think that's why you see... The, that was the, my undertone joke, but it didn't you, work. <laughs> not even a little bit. Right. That's why I think you see so, so many divisions within the different religions. I mean, like, fucking, there's like, what, like 4,000, 5,000 different kinds of Christianity alone? Mm -hmm. And they're all fucking stupid. Yeah. I haven't met a smart religion yet. I've met a couple smart people that have been swayed by religion, but I've never met a smart religion. And I've yeah. never met a religion I like. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't really want to spend a lot of time on the pros and cons of religion. I mean, like, like I said, we could go on about the cons of the fucking bullshit fucking endlessly. Um, well, we got a lot of fun with it. <laughs> well, it's fun for us, isn't it? So well, I, 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 I think it might be something that we end up revisiting um, from different angles. Mm -hmm. it just you know, I, I had a couple of thoughts, and I thought, well, may as well just fucking throw them out there, because if I'm not throwing my thoughts out to anybody who might be listening, then what the fuck is the point of doing this show? Absolutely. 120% on your back. <laughs> Want to make a per-episode donation? Visit www.patreon.com slash missionarypod. Okay, I wanted to make a, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, one is we're still having trouble with getting our RSS feed accepted by iTunes. So for the time being, our show will not be available through that platform. We're working with them to try to figure out what the fuck it is that those assholes want from us. Every other provider of podcasts on the web has accepted the feed is like happily distributing it for some fucking reason apple is too goddamn good for us mm -hmm. i'd like to say fuck you to them no they probably know we prefer android <laughs> <laughs> well whatever for now they can suck my ass for those of you who use apple products and are inconvenienced by this we do apologize and we are working to get the issue resolved as quickly as possible also, Jason has set up a uh, Facebook group for those of you missionaries who would like to interact with each other. Um, you can find a link to that on the Missionary Position Facebook page. Um, also, make sure to give us a, a like and a follow, and wherever it is that you're getting the, the show from, please, we'd appreciate any positive ratings that you're willing to offer. If you've got any comments or criticisms, we would love to hear ab about those as well. And don't and, forget to voice your opinions of the show and stuff you might like to see, like right on our page or right on where the podcasts are. Yeah, don't be afraid to put it out there. We're, we're, we're not shy about interacting with you guys. We'd love to hear, well, really anything you, you, you've got to say. And we don't take offense to criticisms. We might tell you to fuck off, but we're not going to be offended. Yeah, fair enough. And I'd, I'd also like to send out a very special thank you. Those of you who follow us on Facebook have probably seen a picture of Jason and I wearing a pair of amazing t-shirts that say good people on them. <laughs> and those were thoughtfully customized and gifted to us by one of <laughs> our most devoted fans. So I just wanted to give a special shout out to Lynn thank you so very very much for the thoughtful gift we do appreciate it uh yes thank you very much to to lynn for that that's so amazing yeah we'll be wearing those with pride <laughs> oh heck yeah we are good people <laughs> well to each other
So, something else I want to talk about. Building false dreams. What I'm talking about is building false dreams, like giving giving everybody the same credit because everybody's just as important as everybody else. Well, we know that not to be true. Certain people are fucking um, special. Well, Other people are fucking assholes. Somebody best be informing our fucking educators. Well, what are they? What are they doing now? Well, when and they, I don't remember exactly when they started it, but it's been a thorn in my ass for quite a long time. When my youngest was going to high school, and they had their awards day. I remember, I think it was grade nine, grade ten, because they were sharing a middle and high school. I remember going in being all excited because he was actually going to get an appreciation for some shit he did around the school and picking up his grades a bit and this kind of stuff. So, you know, he worked really hard to get his grades picked up. Okay. And went to this meeting and some other people really busted their asses and got better grades and this kind of stuff. And then there was other kids that I know that didn't. They were fucking around and getting low grades. Just sort of coasting, doing the bare minimum. Right. I thought my youngest was really, you know, busting his ass and really trying hard to get his grades up and such. And I found out that at this specific time, he was full of shit. Now, there were other kids that genuinely busted their asses, got their grades way up, were doing special things around the school. Like blowing the janitor, that sort of thing. (laughs) Like molestation jokes that just not sticking to the wall this week. (laughs) Well, no, because I keep losing where I'm going with it. (laughs) I'm intentionally trying to fuck you up. Okay, so you have succeeded. So anyways, there were certain kids that were doing special things um, around the school. Your kid was obviously a fuck-up and not one of those. Well, he wasn't a fuck-up. He was doing what he was required of him. But only so what was required of by him. by maintaining it, his grades were going up. Not okay, by so just by busted. meeting minimal expectations, his grades were improving over where they had been earlier. Right, but there were other kids that were really busting their ass. So when I got there, my youngest pulled me aside and said, I've got to bit of an admission and i said so what's going on little buddy he says well i have been doing my work but i really haven't been working as hard as i said i have i said oh well you know thanks for owning it so i thought okay well you know what at least he's doing better but he's not going to be going up and getting an award you know whatever but you know we can still sit here and he can appreciate his friends doing all this kind of stuff sure next thing i know kids are going across the stage for always being happy and getting an award. For... I'm sorry, they were giving happiness awards? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No. They were getting awards for, oh, consistently using their manners. Wait, sorry. I thought you said that this was a, a, a high school award ceremony, not... Yep. Middle school and high school. So they have a fucking merit badge for tying their goddamn shoes? Yep. Are you fucking joking? No. Not at all. So, my issue is, how is anybody, or why would anybody strive to achieve something better than everybody else if everybody's going to get the same thing? That's not how the fucking world works. Well, I I think Al Bundy said it best. (laughs) When he said, Hey, you fat bitch, get off my chair. You're going to hurt my shoes. (laughs) Good quote, but the wrong quote. No, he, Al Bundy said, We're all winners is the mating call of the loser. Oh, fair enough. So in giving trophies to all these fuckwits and fucking losers and slack-offs for just any variety of creative fucking shit instead of focusing on the kids that have actually Not earned... even creative. If you, you got a fucking, fucking pulse, you get a trophy from the sounds of things. Pretty much, yeah. 
Everybody got an award because everybody had to be treated the same. Everybody had to be equal. But why would you even put in the minimal effort to fucking, like, get some shit done and fucking satisfy the requirements of your academic career if you're going to get a fucking recognition and a trophy or ribbon or a fucking kiss on the fucking taint just for showing up? Because eventually you want to get out of high school. That's the motivation to just get by. At the goddamn rate things are going, they're not going to let anybody fucking fail at a high school because, you know... They already don't. I had to fight one year to get my youngest to fail one year so he could repeat it because his grades weren't good enough. That's fucking ridiculous. He even said, yes, I want to be kept back a year because I just didn't get it. So when a fucking child can recognize that, look, the whole system is fucked. Mm -hmm. I want to know what I've been taught. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't take the time through this past school year to take my shit seriously. I didn't learn what I had the opportunity to learn. My thinking has since changed. I would like to buckle down. I would like to take this shit seriously. I want to give it a fair shake. I want to see if I can absorb this information. Can you please hold me back? The school's default response is no. You're fucking going forward. Yep. You got enough to go forward. That's it exactly. It It is just astronomical. Like, everybody thinks they deserve... What do you see being a solution? What do I think the solution is? I I think the realistic solution is that as, as parents, we we have to be involved with the, the schools. We need to communicate our concerns. We need to communicate our observations. We need to push for the things that we believe to be valuable. Mm-hmm. We also have to work within the understanding that things may not change to a format that we can make sense of right and that we may need to take on more of the responsibility of shaping our kids than um, has been necessary in the past i mean certain certain lessons that we would have expected the kids would be picking up at school maybe these are lessons that need to be shifted back into the home instead you know or, or or at least as well well, there is no as well. I think we, based on what the experience has been with our kids in the school and based on what you're telling me about uh, how the the high school has, has system worked with your son, mm-hmm. we're not playing a supporting role in that sense with the school. We are playing the only role. Right. What I'm saying though, as well is that maybe the should, schools should also. No, the, the schools certainly should also. Right. But they're not. Mm-hmm. No, and I and I and I would like to quantify my situation because later on there was a new principal, and he busted his ass to help my boy bring things back up, to to change the schedule around so he could get that extra stuff that he missed in in the earlier grade, and behind the scenes there was a lady that was trying, but she was one person, you know. See, and and, and that's and that's the problem. I mean, it sounds like you're you're son had a couple of influential people a couple diamonds actually yeah. that, that, that that did a fantastic job but we shouldn't have to rely on the occasional great educator we should be able to rely on a great educational system comments complaints or insults Get into the missionary position on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at MissionaryPod or send us an email at missionarypod at gmail.com. Some good feedback from a couple of listeners. One of the one of the comments we had was from Dustin, who offered the criticism that uh, 
maybe Jason and I agree a little bit too much, and the, sh- the episode one came off as a bit of a circle jerk with us trying to uh, agree with each other nonstop. That's one of those things that it's not intentional. We don't choose topics that we agree on. We just choose topics that we find interesting in the moment. We don't do a fuck of a lot of preparation. Uh, We want to keep the show as real as we possibly can. Uh, One of the byproducts of Jason and I having known each other for as long as we have is that we do agree a lot of the time. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So... We will try to be more conscious of that. If you want to hear us disagree a little bit more, maybe we'll make more of a conscious effort to make that happen. <laughs> oh, if you want us to disagree, I'm definitely sure we can come up with stuff that fucking will shit on about each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other the other piece of, of, of feedback he had was to do with our, our segment on friendship, saying that, you know, it had given him some food for thought and that uh, he was feeling maybe like taking a look at his own social situation was overdue so i'm glad that we could inspire somebody and not just entertain them oh yeah i think that's absolutely fantastic that we can touch people like that that is phenomenal and thank you very much dustin i greatly appreciate that comment um also uh we had a comment from matt and, uh, you know, he was explaining about, you know, it's a little bit rough and a little bit disjointed, which we understand it is our first and we're going to work so hard at making that better come in the future with experience comes, I guess, more professionalism, I guess. ish. Well, as much as fucking assholes like us are capable of. Yeah. Right. So thank you very much, Matt. And we will be paying special attention to that. And thank you for the positivity you put there because of you seeing potential in it. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Okay, we also heard from listener Jahira, who had a, a comment regarding the billboard segment about the white, or what the fuck was it, where white people fucking drink each other off dot com. Yeah, the white people dating site. Wherever those fucking bigoted pricks go to fucking suck white dick. Yeah, she pointed out that she had noticed that there were other specialized dating sites um, that catered specifically to African Americans. Um, she pointed out that Christian mingle is a thing, right? And that you know there there are in fact dating services that cater to a variety of preferences, and that it was really unfair of people to get themselves up in arms just because you know white people wanted to fucking have a white dating site too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought that was a, a great observation, especially coming from a person of color. Mm-hmm. This isn't just a, a white person who's, you know, wanting to feel special along with everybody else. You know, it, yeah, it's it, it's true. I mean, if we want to if we want to have equality, we got to make sure that you know we're we're open to actual equality, not just the exclusion of the the, the group that we see to be the dominant majority. Right, and and it's nice to hear like through all the comments that people aren't as close-minded as I assume they are. You know, they're paying a lot more attention to the social cues and, and picking up on special things that are out there that I never would have thought they'd pick up from our show. <laughs> no, it's, honestly, I mean, that, that was the part I found the most fucking surprising is we, we went into this show really with the, the well, I, I guess two, two reasons in mind. One was we wanted to fucking have fun. Right. And the other one was we wanted to entertain some people. Yeah, we want to make it fun for other people. Too. It had yeah. never fucking occurred to me that through all of the, the the fun we had putting out episode one, recording it, preparing for it, even learning from it, 
it was a fun experience. It was entertainment for us, but it, it, at no point did I think that anything that any of the words that had come out of either of our mouths would actually fucking inspire somebody to engage in thought or take stock of their, their own fucking uh, path in life and, and, and to make adjustments and to actually learn something from us for fuck's sake. Yeah, like yeah our, that's our, huge. And, and maybe it's a weird time to come to this realization because each of us has got two kids and we've been parents for a while, but it just finally occurred, suddenly occurred to me that, holy fuck, I think we're role models. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Thanks for dialing me back to reality. <laughs> fuck all of you. One of the topics that we get hit with frequently is... The fact that people have it in their heads that we need to strive to be more politically correct. <laughs> yep. Which, I, I'm sorry, that's a fucking wasted conversation if you're bringing it up with either one of us. And certainly it's a wasted fucking conversation if you're bringing it up with the two of us together. Because absolutely, fuck you. Political correctness is not going to goddamn happen with us. Nope. It's, it's overplayed, it's overworked, and the lack of social responsibility that comes out of political correctness is just absolutely pathetic, and I will never fucking go there. No, it's fucking retarded. And uh, yes, again, probably for the at least fucking second time in this show, I'm saying fucking retarded. Jason said retarded, you know. <laughs> and no offense to anybody who is a fucking retard. We're not talking about you. <laughs> but I, I, I thought it, it's probably not a bad idea for us to explain maybe a little bit about why we're so against political correctness maybe explore our, our thought processes about how we arrived to, to, to be in this frame of mind well, uh, obviously this is a huge fucking topic we're not going to cover this over the course of one segment or even in one show Right. No, this will probably be a, a episodic scenario going through our shows. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> we'll 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 be revisiting this, but our I I think our 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 hope with this series is that well at the very least our hope with this series is that you'll gain a better understanding of where we're coming from. We're not fucking going out of our way trying to be fucking shock jockeys, mostly because I don't fucking care if um, people are shocked. I don't care if they're fucking offended. All I care about is, can I communicate comfortably and clearly? Can I be me? Can I fucking exercise my own individuality? If you're politically correct, you can't. I absolutely fucking can't. And it's, it's not, for me personally, it's not that I disagree with political correctness. Well, I understand where they're trying to go with it. I understand the theory of communism as well. Doesn't mean I'm going to abide by it. Oh, I understand eye contact during sex. My wife never gives it to me. At least not without tears in her eyes. Right. But, well, same thing with my partner. When I twist her head that way so she can see me from doing it from behind, she kind of gets upset. You know, the human head isn't supposed to turn all the way around. Okay, then she's possessed. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we... Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you know, last show, I think we, we lost whatever few friends we had left. This time, I think we're going out of our ways to make sure that the romantic elements in our lives are just fucking gone. Actually, there, there, is, there is a point I want to make. So, this week I had an experience. And okay, wait, it's not... Can, can, I, can I put you on pause for a second? Huh. We're making points on this fucking show now? No, I'm making my own. Oh, you're making a point? Yeah. 
Don't expect me to fucking jump into that pool. Uh, when did I say that? Yeah, see, I didn't. Okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I know I was out there this week, and a couple of interesting scenarios happened. Sexually? And I'm not saying I agree with religion, but I did have a bit of a, an epiphany. So, I was listening to some Christian music. Because Why the fuck would you do that to yourself? Because sometimes I just enjoy it, and... You know, the beautiful melodies kind of, well, I wouldn't say. No, when you say make Christian music, are we talking about like Christian fucking like pop or just like hymns, gospel y kind of stuff? Um, just nothing specific, just different types of Christian music. Okay. And I was listening to this one song, and like it almost like Jesus touched me almost. But Down then there. I realized it was probably the best sexual experience I ever had. Jesus touching you? Yeah. Yeah, I could see so, that. So. For me, I think I kind of want to follow Jesus a little bit. Because Why, is he going to put your cock through the hole in his hand? My girlfriend doesn't make me feel like that. She, well, she doesn't have holes. like that. She doesn't have holes in her hands, though. It wasn't a hole in his hand. It was a hole in his face that I wanted to use. <laughs> okay. <this is> <laughs> You're fucking speechless. That's awesome. No, it, 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 I, I'm, I'm trying to process the, the, the visual imagery that's in my head right now because... <laughs> because I felt good having Jesus touch me. So I think I want to be religious now. Here, here! I thought that you're going to share some deeply inspirational experience, and it turns out that you just got some twisted fantasy about face fucking Jesus. No, I can get behind that, or I guess in front of it in this case. Jesus fucking Christ! I guess Jason fucking Christ. There you go. Yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with political correctness? Nothing. It was just a perfect time to throw it in there. Can we just try to exhibit a shred of professionalism here for once? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope, I'm fucked. Forget it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we're fucked, dude. Okay, so one of the less fucking... <laughs> Sorry, that worked a lot better than I thought it would have, so... Okay, one of the less idiotic arguments on behalf of political correctness that I've heard is when somebody is trying to equate political correctness with just basic common courtesy. So are you talking like fake it till you make it kind of scenario, or...? Not necessarily, but, I mean, the, the reason I think it's not completely idiotic is because I, I try to take the question of is political correctness nothing more than common courtesy like that question i try to take that with the understanding of the context from which it's being asked and i, and I think that i'm thinking of a specific individual who's asked me that i don't want to mention her name but i i think that her perception of me and the way i communicate is that she thinks i'm intentionally trying to be shitty in the way that I say things and the, the way I phrase my observations and the, the words I choose, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. So, I mean, to ask me if it's the same thing as common courtesy, no, I, I don't think it is. When I say things, it's not typically with any malice. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying things the way I say things. And you say them blunt and direct. So And people aren't used to that. No, and... The reason I'm just blunt and direct and I allow my own personality to come out in the way that I say things is because one of the lessons that my, my dad taught me when I was younger 
was that regardless of how you present yourself, there's going to be a third of the people that are going to like you for it. A third of the people are not going to give a fuck one way or the other. And Mm -hmm. a third of the people are going to fucking hate you for it. Now, that doesn't change just because you're being super fucking nice and considerate. Right. Some people are going to call you on it and say, well, this fucking man. Think whether you are or not, think you're full of shit anyway. So if you know that regardless of how you behave, and and I, I think I should qualify that by saying regardless of how you present yourself without malice. Mm-hmm. Because if you think you're if you're being a dickhead just for the sake of being a fucking dickhead, or if you're just a genuinely fucking shitty fucking person, which we actually do do sometimes, sometimes, right? But not typically. I mean, if, right. if you're just you know going about if you're if you're if you're being yourself, mm-hmm. you're you're not going to gain any more favor, you know, departing from being yourself. If you're going to try to be nicer, you're going to try to be more tactful. I mean. Somebody like me, I'm not predisposed to tactful communications. I've fucking tried over the years. Tact is only a word in the dictionary for you, yes. And whenever I've tried to be tactful and I've tried to uh, avoid offending somebody else, inadvertently end up causing more offense than I would have if I had just fucking been myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've just decided it, it's easier to be myself. I'm, I'm better at damage control maybe than I am at trying to avoid causing the damage in the first place. Is if I say something and somebody is clearly fucking offended, then I can take the the opportunity to explain where I was coming from, and hopefully they can gain an understanding. If they can't gain an understanding, well, fucking whatever. I'm not going to throw myself down over down the goddamn stairs over it. I said what I had to say and I did so in a genuine manner. Right. The other thing is is I, I don't know if you remember like a while back we, we we used to drive in to work together when we were working at the same company. And one of the things that we would do on the drive into work is we'd listen to the atheist experience. Mm-hmm. And one of the shows we were listening to Matt Dillahunty I thought made a, a, a great point. It was just like one sentence and it was profoundly life-changing for me or both of us for, for both of us yeah because I, mm-hmm. I think it, it, it's changed our approach to a lot of different situations and he said something to the effect of uh, offense is taken it's not given right and the, the problem I have with political correctness is that it works I think under the operating premise that offense is given mm-hmm. we can't anticipate how another person is going to receive our words we right. can't anticipate how another person is going to react to really anything. Mm-hmm. Now, though, though some professionals say, well, you know, you should curb your words and be more sensitive, blah, blah, blah. The problem with that is if I'm always or you're always curbing our words, then we're not being true to us. We're not being true to who we are. I don't always have the fucking time to think of what's a perfect fucking set of words to, to use to keep some fucking douchebag from getting their fucking panties in a bunch. Or fuck care. Them. Yeah, fuck them. It's not my responsibility to make you fucking feel good. You know, it just like it's 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 not my responsibility to make you feel good. It's not my responsibility to fucking worry about a lot of different things. It's absolutely correct. We're responsible for how we feel. We're responsible for how we're taking something. If you tell me that you don't like my purple hat, how I choose to take that is totally up to me. It's not how it's put, it's not what tone you use I know you I know how you speak if I'm going to get offended because you don't like my purple my purple hat then that's my choice or I can just take it whereas well 
I don't give a fuck you're not wearing it. <laughs> well, the the truth is, too, that even if you're being deliberately shitty, you're trying to hurt my fucking feelings, mm-hmm. I'm not obligated to react just because you're being a fuckface. Yeah, you're not obligated to be hurt. No. And that that's another thing that I, I think, with, with all this push for political correctness, people are losing the ability to fucking let shit roll, roll off of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, because everybody has to take offense of something or get upset by something or be bothered by something. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you should just let it all hang out all the time. Definitely different uh, situations demand... Different uh, forms di- of couth. Yes, different <laughs> levels of couth. <laughs> that was very highbrow. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, we, we know how to dial it back. We know how to speak politely we know how to not drop fucking a million different f-bombs we know now how not to call somebody a cunt to their face we'll just fucking mutter it under our breath maybe we we do know how to behave if the situation demands it i don't think that every fucking conversation every exchange in life necessarily demands it and if you're gonna make that fucking demand all across the board fuck you Thank you for listening. This is and always will be a politically incorrect version of the Missionary Position Podcast. Mission Studios, the Missionary Position Podcast, their employees, or its entertainers are in no way culpable for anyone being butthurt, slighted, or in any way offended. If you as a human being cannot accept that something may sound like a close resemblance to your situation and not be totally about you in your little remnants of an existence... That is your issue, and again, not the responsibility of the studio, podcast, employees, or its presenters. Send your opinions, hate mail, boob pics, full nudes, ideas, or questions in the form of an email to missionarypod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at missionarypod, and like us on Facebook at Missionary Position Podcast. If you are so inclined to help this broadcast get better, or just wish to help out, Our Patreon account is patreon.com slash missionarypod. 